Hey everyone, Frankie D here. Welcome to the Frankie D Show. Now I'm recording for my audio. All right. Uh, I, 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 this time it was literally, I've only been on for 10 seconds, so it's not like the audio people, you missed very much, only the entrance, the, uh, you know, the intro, don't worry, I'll put that in there for you. Alright, so I'm just gonna start the show off the same way I've been starting it off, uh, the last so many weeks, plug in the show, so everyone, if you're listening right now on YouTube live, make sure you subscribe to the show, uh, it's the Frankie D Show. Ding that bell, do what you gotta do, give it the thumbs up. You know, what all the other YouTube podcaster people tell you. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure you leave me the five-star review and leave me, you know, write something there. I'll read it, you know, I'll read it on air. I I don't think I've gotten anyone to write in. I think one person has actually given me five stars on there. So, thank you to whoever that might be. Um... Recordings on Podbean right now. I I do have the RSS feed thing like figured out now, so this should be going out to like Google, Spotify, Amazon. You know, I'll be getting that on the way. Also, the Twitter and Instagram at the Frankie D Show. So all you got to remember is the Frankie D Show. We've recently, uh, I recently just posted a picture on there. Uh, it's of one of my fans' boobs. She uh, wrote. Frankie D's crib across it, because that's like kind of what the show used to be called. Um, so she wrote that across it, and her boobs, and I posted that on the Instagram and Twitter, so here's uh, her shout out. Again, boobs are always welcomed on the Frankie D show, so if any females out there want to send me a picture of their titties, send them over. I'll give you a shout out on air too. Woo! All righty. So, anyway, well, we, we will uh, get into the show now, alright? You know, I just actually saw, actually, before I even get into to the show, now I'm thinking, I just mentioned uh, my fan's boobs that she sent me. I just saw Salma Hayek. Now, I, I don't know, she's a pretty popular actress, she, she's mainstream. Um, her boobs are huge. I think Salma Hayek is extremely hot. I haven't seen many, like many movies she's been in. I know she's, you know, been in a bit. I know she was in a popular one with uh, Antonio Banderas, right? I I don't know. I don't really know uh, much she's been. In. I know she was in like the grown up movies with Adam Sandler. Not a fan of uh, Adam Sandler. Plays like the same character in every movie. He honestly just kind of annoys me. I'm looking at her movies right now. It said she was in Drunk Parents with Alec Baldwin. I never even heard of that movie. Some Kind of Beautiful with Jessica Alba. Damn, those are two hot chicks I got. But anyway, uh, her boobs are huge. And I just saw an article saying something. How She was saying how they just keep growing naturally. I guess a lot of people think she's uh, gotten plastic surgery. And honestly, I guess I kind of did too. I wouldn't have thought, uh, you know, they they just keep growing naturally. I don't really understand how they could keep growing naturally. I got to be honest with you. Let's see her reasoning for that. There's a bunch of like s- silly articles I guess I got today that I want to look at. 
I don't understand, you know, at a certain age, they just kind of stop growing, right? Like, I know when you get pregnant, they will uh, keep growing, right? Or I wouldn't say keep growing. They grow because you got milk in them. But when you you just get older, like, why would they keep growing? Let's see what she has to say about this. Actually, you know, I don't even know if it'll show me on there. I've got a stupid uh, thing on my computer right now. It's not letting me look at a bunch of articles. Also, real quick, um, I'm going to plug the number because I forgot to do that. So if anyone wants to call in, and also, I did put it in the description today, so haha, I, I knew I'd remember that sooner or later. Um, if anyone wants to call in, that number is 732-844-0059. Again, 732-844-0059. I tried to say that real slow, just so you could all, if you want to write it down, you could. Also, though, like I said, that number is in the description. All right, I actually I found the um, I found what I need to talk about with Salma. I found the the article. So she said Salma's uh, the article is Salma's boobs won't stop growing. Apparently, she who's fifty four. She looks fucking gray for fifty four. She is so fucking. Her and J Lo have to be two of the hottest Latinas there are right now, and they're both in their fifties and they're like a freaking fine wine. They just keep getting better with time. Uh, so she insists that it's all natural after pregnancy and menopause boosted bust. Yeah, but when did she get pregnant? Her She doesn't have like a baby right now, right? Let's see. How old is her kid? Because like, I don't know. Wouldn't they like, I don't know. I don't know if they'd get smaller, but they sag at least. Like hers look like great. And what does menopause do? I didn't even know menopause made your boobs bigger. Um, how many kids does she have, too? I don't even, looks like she only has one, and it looks like, I don't know when this article was written, it said her daughter just turned 13, that was in 2020, this article was written, so I guess she has a a 13-year-old, so her boobs have just stayed that nice from pregnancy from 13, maybe 14 years ago. I don't know. And she says menopause. I, I, I guess I really have to look into this. What menopause could do to boost your boobs. But yeah, if people haven't uh, seen Sama Hayek lately, you should just give her a Google. She seems to post a bit of bikini pictures. She's got a rocking fucking bod. I, she should... I don't... I, Honestly, I know. I guess I, I was just about to say she should be a bigger star. Like she is way too hot. Like I feel like you hear about J Lo all the time uh, when you hear about the sexy Latinas. I feel like I don't hear about Salma Hayek the same way you hear about her. I like I like. Who knows? Maybe I'm just uh, not into the mainstream enough. Like I feel like I never really see her in many movies or anything. Salma Hayek. This article says Salma Hayek is vehem- vehemently. I can't pronounce that fucking word. Uh, vehemently denied that she has ever had breast implants, insisting that her breasts just keep just kept growing through pregnancy, breastfeeding, and now menopause. 
if she's telling the truth, that is actually insane that her boobs could be that nice, especially because they did used to look smaller. The 54-year-old actress appeared on a new episode of Red Table Talk where she spoke candidly about menopausal symptoms she's been experiencing for almost a decade. Almost a decade? Her boobs have just kept growing for the past decade? That's beautiful. You know, she has an owl. She must be a fun person to live with. Big boobs and has an owl. Uh, it says, in addition to mood swings and hot flashes, she said that her breasts have grown many sizes, so much that her back is suffering and people are convinced she's had work done. Yeah, I gotta be honest with you, her boobs did look smaller. I've seen pictures of her in the past. That I, I honestly thought she had surgery. I'm, I'm, if she's telling the truth, I'm very surprised that she hasn't had surgery. Her boobs do look really nice. You definitely gotta, you know, Google her. Salma Hayek in a bikini, or just Salma Hayek cleavage or something. Because her boobs are too nice to not be looking at. Salma spoke to Red Table Talk host Jada Pinkett Smith, Will Smith's wife, uh, Willow Smith, Will Smith's daughter, and Adrian Banfield Norris. I don't know who she is. I'm guessing she's related to the Smiths too. Um, about going through the change... She said, I'll tell you what they don't tell you. The boobs grow a lot. See, is that the case for everyone? Like, is that something, like, if I get married, that something, like, I can look forward to, knowing that my wife's boobs will keep growing? Oh, man, for... For some women, they get smaller. Oh, no. Some women, they get smaller. Ugh. Um, but there are some women that when you gain weight, your boobs grow, and other women that when you have children and you breastfeed, your boobs grow, and they don't go back down. And then in some of the cases, when you are in menopause, they grow again. I apparently have to get more knowledgeable about biology because I did not know anything about this. It's funny. I really didn't actually think I'd be getting this into this article. I thought I'd be already done talking about this subject by now. But I am intrigued. Even, let's see, I'm I'm going down a little bit. I don't care about some of the stuff they're saying. Uh, Salma said she first started experiencing menopausal symptoms in her mid-40s and was given a questionnaire on the subject. The questions were terrifying, she recalled. They were asking me things like, are your ears growing? And there's hair growing out of them. Are you growing a mustache and a beard? Holy fuck, you could grow a mustache and a beard in menopause? Um, Are you easily irritable? Are you crying for no reason? I mean, these just sound like, like these questions now are just sounding like typical chick questions. It's hard to tell if they're going through menopause or not with like those questions. Uh, are you gaining a lot of weight really fast that doesn't go away? No matter. Okay, I don't really care about these questions. Okay, that's about it with uh, me talking about Salma Hayek. I just figured because I just brought up um, my fan sending a picture of her cleavage with Frankie D's crib written across it. It really made me think of uh, Salma Hayek's boobs, and I saw this article before. 
extremely hot. I definitely recommend everyone goes check and checks her out. All right, sound good. Woo. All right, moving on. And again, the number is I, I won't plug the whole number. I'll just say it's in the it's in the uh, description right now. The number. If anyone wants to call in, tell me what they think of Salma Hayek's boobs. Please do. They're looking good to me. All right, moving on. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about is Subway. I saw this article about Subway a while ago. There's been like multiple. It was multiple a while ago. And everyone was talking how they think Subway's tuna is not actually fish. They don't think it's actually tuna at all. And I, I want to know what made this come to light with some people. I don't know if I should believe it or not. I mean, you got a lot of dumbasses out there that kind of just want to throw theories out there. Uh, so they just kind of say it to kind of put a company under fire. I feel like this should be something very easy to figure out. Like, like you know, if they send it to a lot, like... You know, I don't think this is hard to figure out. I feel like if it was, uh, if that's true, one, it would have been figured out by now, and two, I I don't I, since the first article came out, and there were like multiple then. This was months ago that um they they would have stopped selling the tuna by now, or they would have at least gotten real tuna. And I don't they haven't done that. So now I see more articles there are coming to light. And this one here specifically says, Subway's tuna ain't tuna. I'm getting a lot of these funny articles from uh, Daily Mail for any of you fan- for any of you that might be fans of them. Um, this says, Lab can't identify correct DNA in sandwiches as food chain fights misrepresentation suit. So it says, Lab can't identify correct DNA. And what exactly does that mean? It means they. Can, I'm guessing that means they they can't identify its tuna. But does that mean they just can't identify what it is? Because if that's true, it doesn't sound like very good. Uh, a very good test. Then lab analysis of Subway's tuna sandwiches fails to identify tuna DNA for a second time. Subway's tuna sandwiches contain zero traces of the fish's DNA, according to the new lab study. I mean, that last part of what I just said, according to a new lab study, people, you got to actually take that into consideration, according to a new lab study. You can't just like read an article and be like, Subway's tuna sandwiches contain zero traces of the fish's DNA. Holy shit, that is true. You got to put into consideration, according to a new lab study. I have no clue where this new lab study is coming from. For all I know, this is coming from a fourth grade science class. You know, and that with a lot of uh, stupid, whatever you want to call them these days, journalists, writers, whatever. That is uh, what they do. They make shit up. And they'll take something from like a freaking fourth. Okay, I'm, I'm exaggerating with that. Um, but, you know. They'll bend the truth, they'll come up with their own theories, and then they just write them down and want people to believe them. Again, I'm actually not saying, though, this is false. This could be completely true. I'm just saying, let's uh, well, let's keep reading and see what it says. The New York Times sent more than 60 inches worth of tuna sandwich. 60 inches? That's, that's such a weird metric. 60 inches worth of tuna sandwiches. Wouldn't you go by weight? Sent like three pounds of tuna. Why would you measure 60 inches of tuna out? That's kind of weird. 
So they sent 60 inches worth of tuna sandwiches to, oh, I wonder if they did that on like uh, the footlongs maybe? Who the fuck knows? That's still weird. You'd think they would just weigh it, send a couple pounds over. Um, so they sent 60 inches worth of tuna sandwiches to a lab after ordering them from franchises at multiple Los Angeles locations. Uh, maybe they did get them on like the footlongs then. That's why they did it in inches. I wonder if they knew uh, these people at the Los Angeles locations knew if these tuna sandwiches were being tested. I wonder if they just saw these were like normal customers and they had no clue that these sandwiches were being tested. This is, I really want to know how this came to light to begin with. Like, was it just the look of it? This looks nothing like tuna. Does it not taste? I've never had one from there, so I don't know if it tastes like it. The sandwiches were ordered without cheese or vegetables to avoid contaminating the test. The reporter removed the tuna meat from the sandwiches before freezing it, then sending it to a commercial food testing lab. All right. Let's see. I'm going down a little bit. I want to see what some some of these people said. Some people tweeted about it. This person said, the Subway tuna fish sandwich is most likely people, and I think that's fine. Well, all right. You got some cannibals that are fine with eating people that is being sold as tuna. Uh, The people who would order Subway's tuna over the cold cut combo deserve what they get. Yeah, I mean, I would never get tuna from Subway, but I guess if they are ordering tuna, they do deserve tuna. I just want to know if it is tuna or not. Uh, This person said, This is very disappointing as I sit here eating my Subway tuna wrap on my lunch break. Well, is it disappointing or is it just in your head? Like, we still don't really know. I know it's saying that... um, the this test is saying that there's zero DNA of tuna in there. I just I'm having kind of a hard time believing that only because I feel that if that's the case, this story would have to be way more viral. Like Subway would have already had to have taken all the tuna out of uh off the shelves. Like I feel this would be terrible for them. Uh this person just tweeted something fishy is going on out there. Uh, let's see what the else the story says. The lab involved in the latest test declined to be named, citing concern about jeopardizing future professional opportunities. The lab conducted a $500 PCR test to determine if the Subway tuna was one of five different species. They found no amplification products from the DNA and so said they cannot identify the species. A spokesman from the lab suggested two possible conclusions. One, it's so heavily processed that Whatever we could pull out, we could make an identification. We couldn't make an identification. Or we got some and there's just nothing that's there that's tuna. However, when tuna is cooked and seasoned, its DNA is more difficult to locate. All right. So it's funny how everyone is just kind of taking the part where she would just say, or we got some and there's just nothing in there. When there's actually kind of more in this statement that's kind of making it sound like it could be tuna. She's saying it's so heavily processed that whatever we could pull out, we couldn't make an identification. I'm I'm going to have to think that Subway tuna is extremely processed, so that could be part of it. Uh, 
And it's, you know, it's not raw, so cooked and seasoned could make its uh, DNA more difficult to locate. I'm going to have to guess. But, okay, I shouldn't say I'm going to guess because I really have no clue. And nor do I don't exactly care. I get, you know, I would never order tuna from Subway. So I guess kind of like that person on Twitter said, these people ordering the tuna from Subway just get what they deserve. Like, if you go to Subway to get a tuna sandwich, like... You're an asshole. Ugh. You're not really an asshole, but I just said, like, ugh, that's disgusting. I would never get a tuna sandwich from uh, Subway. I can't tell, though, if this is, um, if if it's tuna or not. I don't know if this person's, uh, result, I don't know if this lab's results are correct or not, or if, like, the person said in the article, if... You know, if it just because it's so uh, processed and stuff, if they just can't make an identification. But I feel like before we start making statements, we have to have a definitive answer if it's tuna or not. We can't just be like, well, we couldn't find it, but it's possible because it's really processed. That's why we get, you know, like we got to have a definitive answer. And I think, you know, maybe that's why this hasn't uh, been bigger lately. This story hasn't been bigger because if there was a definitive answer, we are positive that this is not tuna. I feel like Subway would be in more trouble right now. We'd be seeing a li- them uh, more on the internet, more on the news, stuff like that. But who knows? Alrighty. We are moving on a little bit. So, again, I'll plug the number now just since I'm about to uh, take a quick trivia break. If anyone wants to call in, discuss the uh, Subway thing going on there. I just talked about that number is 732-844-0059. Again, 732-844-0059. And that number is in the description. All right. I don't think I've done a halftime one yet. I'm going to do a halftime one. See if you guys enjoy that. Alrighty, here we go. Is it working? No, it's not working. Oh, no. Okay, here it goes, I think. Alright, so I have a famous person guessing game. So the way this works is that I have five clues about a famous person, and I'll read them each twice. The clues start off pretty difficult, but they get easier as we go along. So if you could guess this person in, like, the first clue or two, you're pretty smart. But if it takes you to, like, clue five or you can't guess the person at all, then you're probably a dumbass because by clue five, it's pretty easy to guess who the person is. All right, so each clue, again, it's about the same person. So clue one won't be about Megan Fox and clue two be about Howard Stern. It's all about the same person. After I read each clue twice, I will then name the famous person. All right, let's get to it. Clue one. I am an American actor and producer born September 25th, 1944 in New Brunswick, New Jersey. Again, clue one. I am an American actor and producer born September 25th, 1944 in New Brunswick, New Jersey. See, now that I see that this guy was born in Jersey, I didn't know he was. I'm very curious if he calls it Porkroll or Taylor Ham. But that's a question for another day. All right, clue two. I first received prominence for my performance in the ABC Police Procedural Television Series. 
the streets of San Francisco, for which I received three consecutive Emmy nominations. Again, clue two. I first received prominence for my performance in the ABC police procedural television series, The Streets of San Francisco, for which I received three consecutive Emmy nominations. All right, going on to clue three. Most recently, I have played Hank Pym in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Pym was the scientist in the movies who created Ant-Man. Again, clue three. Most recently, I have played Hank Pym in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Pym was the scientist in the movies who created Ant-Man. So, if you're a big superhero head, whatever they call those, I don't even know, you might be able to get it with that clue. They start to get easier from here. Alright, so clue four. In my first TV role, my name in the credits only showed M.K. Douglas. Again, clue four, in my first TV role, my name in the credits only showed M.K. Douglas. I feel a lot of you could probably guess what the answer is with that clue, but we'll go on to the next clue anyway. All right, finally, clue five, my first name is the same as the Phelps, who is a good swimmer. Again, clue five, my first name. Name is the same as the Phelps, who is a good swimmer. Alright, so I read through each clue twice. Hopefully I didn't go too fast for anyone. Hopefully I didn't go too slow for anyone. So now after reading all five clues, I will give who the famous person is. If you weren't able to get it by now, the answer was Michael Douglas. If you were able to guess it, congratulations. If you weren't, well, then you're a dumbass. Alrighty, let's get back to... Jeez, I really need to find out what the problem is with my freaking recordings, how so many of them cut off in the very, like, legit last second. I have no clue what that problem is. But, uh, well, hopefully uh, you guys had fun with that. Alright, back to the show. Also, if uh, you guys want to give me some feedback, you like those little games that I put in between, just, you know, let me know. Leave a review, comment, do what you got to do. If you want to hear any other games or send me any promos, if you guys want to, you know, promote anything, I like dividing the show up in different sorts of ways. So, send them over. Alrighty, we're uh, moving on. When I was younger, the band Blink-182 was very popular. I don't know if, I don't think they still are. I know uh, Travis Barker, though, from the band, he's been pretty popular. He uh he's dating Kourtney Kardashian. He was the drummer in Blink One Eighty Two. I saw. I don't really know um who the singer like the lead singer was in that band. However, I saw an article. So I, I, this might be the lead singer. I don't know. He's definitely a band member. It says Blink One Eighty Two's Mark Hoppus reveals he is facing months of cancer treatment. That's gotta suck. Oh, they, I, I, maybe it is the lead singer. It says Blink-182 singer here. Blink-182 singer has announced he is battling cancer and is feeling scared about the diagnosis. Who wouldn't feel scared about the diagnosis? I'd be fucking terrified. He looks, I mean, I can't tell. He's wearing a hat. He looks bald in this picture. So he, he's already going through. I'm waiting, you know, is he bald because of um the chemotherapy or does he just buzz his head? 
says, uh, and he, damn, he's 49 years old. That fucking sucks. Like, at least if you make it to, like, your 90s, you're like, well, at least I've lived, like, a pretty long life. But you're 49, you're like, fuck, I could be dead in, like, a year or two. For the past three months, I've been going, I've been undergoing chemotherapy for cancer. I have cancer. It sucks and I'm scared. And at the same time, I'm blessed with incredible doctors, family, and friends to get me through this. Yeah, I guess when you have that Blink-182 money, you do have some uh, good money to get some good doctors to get you through that. Uh, let's see. I still have months of treatment ahead of me, but I'm trying to remain hopeful and positive. Can't wait to be cancer-free and see you all at a concert in the near future. Love you all. So, I guess he tweeted that out or put it on Instagram or something. He made made that statement. I'm trying to... What were the popular songs by Blink-182? Again, if anyone wants to call in, the number's in the uh, description on YouTube Live. Tell me what they think of Blink-182. The ones I remember is First Date, um, All the Small Things. I'm trying to think. uh, The Rock Show. I better just Google. I better just Google this crap. Blink-182 songs. Okay, so they have uh, Blink Adam song. I feel like I know the I feel like I know the name Adam song. I don't remember what it sounds like. What's my age again? Okay, I do know that one. Damn it, the Rock Show first date. Okay, when were they really popular? I feel I feel like I haven't heard a song by them in years. Let's see. This says what is Blink One Eighty Two's most famous song. There's a bunch of them. The first one here says down. I disagree. I think it's first date or the rock show, but what the fuck do I know? When I was li- when I was listening to them, and what I mean when I was listening to them, when I was listening to like their greatest hits that was on my iPod Touch because my friend just put their album on there. Uh, those are the two I remember the most. First date and the rock show. I want to know... Okay, so this says the years active. They were active from 1992 to 2005, and then again from 2009 to present day. So they're pop punk, alternative rock, punk rock, skate. I fucking hate all these stupid subgenres in rock. Pick a genre. I and I mean in this case, just pick a subgenre. I, I when I say pick a genre, I mean I hate how there's so many freaking genres in rock to begin with, subgenres in rock to begin with. But at least if you're gonna be a subgenre, pick a subgenre. Now, now if you're a subgenre, you're also like five other subgenres. Blink One Eighty Two, punk pop or pop punk, alternative rock, punk rock, skate punk. What the hell is skate punk? You gotta, you gotta like skateboarding and be a punk to uh, listen to it. Like, what the hell is skate punk? Do they put strings on a on a skateboard and that's and they play a skateboard for an instrument? Like, I didn't even know skate punk was a freaking subgenre of rock. Again, I, th- I guess this could be Wikipedia's fault. Anyone can post on here, right? I don't know. Whatever. Well, I feel bad for the dude. There's really not much more to say about it. He's got can- what kind of cancer does he have? I wonder. 
Let's see if this says anywhere. Because I feel like that should have been in like the title of the article, and it wasn't. Dumbass writers. All right, let's see. Um, this keeps saying everything. Just keeps saying he has cancer. He has cancer. I want to know what kind of fucking cancer he has. Don't you see? We're curious. Uh, the iconic band. Okay, yes, we know you have cancer, but what type does he? Have? Mark is yet to detail what kind of type of cancer he is suffering from. Okay, that's why we don't know. He has not told us yet. Isn't no no? Isn't that kind of weird when you say you have cancer and you don't say what kind of cancer you have? Like I feel like I'd either want like if I was gonna tell people that I have cancer, I would tell them what kind I'd have, or I just wouldn't say I have cancer at all. Maybe he wants people to be talking about him a little more. Maybe he's like, well, if I'm gonna have cancer, I might as well uh, milk this for a little bit. Well, tell people I have cancer. It'll be crazy. People will be talking about me again. And then, once it dies down a little bit, bam, we hit him with what kind of cancer I have. Who the fuck knows? Well, that's about it with uh, Mark Hoppus from Blink-182. Again, if anyone was a fan of them, numbers in the description. Call in, tell me what you think of Blink. Can't exactly say I was a huge fan of them, but I guess I have some songs I could listen to. I guess. Alrighty. Well, this is a definitely an interesting fact. I keep reading like these stupid, stupid, um, but very entertaining articles today because they they do intrigue me. One million Americans are non-binary. Let's see. How? I wonder how they know that. Did they send email? Did they send emails that I missed? Did I get an email from one saying, "Are you uh, non-binary?" And I was supposed to respond. And were, were there a million people that in America that responded to this email? Like, let's see, more than one million American adults identify as non-binary, according to a new study from Williams Institute. Where the fuck is Williams Institute? Do we know where the hell we're getting? Maybe I'm just stupid. Do we know where we're actually getting this information from? Like, is William is Williams Institute? I mean, it sounds fancy. Is it actually like a very professional kind of place where we should be trusting uh, statistics from? Like, I wish it would at least say like Harvard or something. I, I don't know. Uh, let's see the institute under the direction of the UCLA School of Law. Okay, at least I know what UCLA is. Analyze data from two previous studies collected between 2016 and 2018 and determine that there are now 1.2 million non-binary LGBTQ adults living in the country in a first of its uh, kind of study. I see. I feel like they, they took the plus sign away now, wasn't it? In the beginning, it was LGBT and then LGBTQ and then they took the Q away and then they put the Q back. And then they had a plus sign there. What happened to the plus? LGBTQ plus infinity and beyond. They kept they keep, like keep adding to it. Soon everyone's just gonna be in that. Uh, non-binary people do not identify as either male or female, and many prefer to use they or them pronouns. Uh, there's too many rules. 
I can't keep up with this. We're moving on. I just thought that was, that was an interesting uh, thing that stood out to me, but I've got other stuff to talk about. That wasn't exactly a planned one on my uh, agenda, but it did. that just stood out to me. All right, next thing I did want to uh, go on to is because I was a huge Drake and Josh fan. I feel like I got to talk about this. I, I don't know if anyone else has seen this. Nickelodeon star Drake Bell accepts underage child charges. So Drake Bell, he's now 34 years old, could be jailed for inappropriate contact with girl 15. So when he says he accepts underage child charges, that means he pled guilty, right? Drake Bell, there's, I think there's a video of this. I got, we got, I got to play the video. Drake Bell, ex-star of Nickelodeon show, Drake and Josh, pleaded guilty on Wednesday after he met a girl online who attended one of his gigs in Cleveland 2017 when she was just 15. So, 2000, so, um, how, how old is she? Wait, so, he, is he in trouble for something he did with her when she was 15? Cause she's uh, how old would she be now? Would she be nineteen? Jared, or is she fifteen? No, it says when she was just fifteen. So, so if she was fifteen, then uh, I think she'd be nineteen now. Correct my math if I'm wrong. Jared Jerry Bell. That's funny. His first name isn't Drake. It's Jared. He uses his middle name. 34 of West Hollywood pleaded guilty via Zoom to felony attempted child endangerment and a misdemeanor charge of disseminating matter harmful to juveniles. Alright, this is creepy if he kept in touch with her, like, if he was trying to, like, flirt with her when she was 15. I mean, I guess it's still somewhat creepy if she's 19, but it is legal if she's 19. But if he was, like, flirting with her when she was 15, say, you know, and keeping in touch with her, it's like, dude, why why are you keeping in touch with a 15-year-old? I feel like I look at a 15-year-old and I'm like, the f- that thing looks like a little kid. Um, He is due to be sentenced in Cleveland on July 12th. I got to see the video of this. There's a video here. I want to see him accepting. Let's see if I can find this real quick. I should have had this up first. Okay, Drake Bell pleads guilty. Uh, it's three minutes. I'm not playing the whole thing. I can, yes, Your Honor. Very good. This is him. Uh, counsel for uh, Mr. Bell is in the courtroom. Ian Friedman and Madeline Grant. That is terrible quality. I'll try another. See if it makes any sort of difference. Case number 659324. State of Ohio versus Jared Bell. Defendant is appearing by Zoom. Mr. Bell, can you hear the court? I can, yes. Your I Honor. can. Very good. Uh, counsel for uh, Mr. Bell is in the courtroom. Ian Friedman and Madeline Grant, present from the state. Kevin Brigman also in the courtroom. My understanding there's been a plea agreement reached where the defendant will plead guilty to count one, attempted endangering children, a felony of the fourth degree. He will plead guilty to count two, disseminating matter harmful to juveniles, misdemeanor of the first degree. Correct statement, counsel. That is correct, Mr. Bell, how old are you? 
Currently, 34. How far did you go in school? Um, GED. So he has a GED. Fish, you got to watch out for those GED people. Are you presently under the influence of drugs, alcohol, or medication? No, sir. No, Your Honor. Are you undergoing psychiatric treatment? What is up with this guy's voice? Not Drake's. The guy asking him that. The judge or whatever. What is that? <laughs> He's, he sounds like if anyone was a Howard Stern fan, he sounds like the guy that was uh, asking the questions for... Uh, the polygraph test. I, I don't remember that guy's name. Apparently he was like the number one polygraph dude. I don't know. They sound alike. I mean, I've seen a psychologist. I don't know if that's psychiatric treatment. Okay. I wouldn't make an answer that. Okay. You understand what we're doing here this afternoon. Is that correct? I do, Your Honor. Very good. Uh, felony of the fourth degree attempted endangering children carries anywhere from six to 18 months in prison in monthly increments and or fine of up to $5,000. Okay, so 16 to 18 months in prison. Um, I mean, so he pleads, he ends up pleading guilty, right? So he's going to, does that mean he's going to be spending that 16 to 18 months in prison? I guess we'll have to find out. Prison time's not mandatory. However, if you go to... Okay, prison time's not mandatory. I guess I should have kept that video going. ...prison upon your release you could be subjected to a discretionary period of three years post-release control. Post-release control could involve restrictions on your activities. If you were to violate those restrictions, you could be returned to prison up to a maximum of one half of your original sentence. A misdemeanor of the first degree carries up to six months in county jail and or a fine of up to $1,000. Do you understand the potential penalties? I do, Your Honor, yes. Can we just please plead guilty? Plead I want guilty, to hear this. That is an omission by you that you did these crimes. Yes, Your Honor. Even though your lawyer may have discussed your rights to trial, it's my duty to explain them to you in open court. First, you would have a right to a trial by a jury or by a judge without a jury, whichever, whichever if you could I'm have trial, the prosecutor would have to examine those. To testify on your own, testify, you'd be presumed innocent. Until the yes, Your Honor. Have any threats or promises been uh, made to you? Or until like the last minute. No, Your Honor. Are you satisfied with your lawyers? Yes, Your Honor. Are you presently on probation, parole, or post-release control? No, Your Honor. Having said that, how do you plead to count one? Attempted endangering children, felony of the fourth degree. Guilty. Wow. How do you plead to count two? Disseminating matter harmful to juveniles, first degree misdemeanor. Guilty. Whoa. Let the record reflect the defendant has pled guilty. The court accepts that plea. Find it was made knowingly, voluntarily, and intelligently. Um, we're going to, sentencing is going to be deferred till July 12th at noon. Uh, the uh, victim can uh, provide a victim impact statement if she wishes, uh, either by herself and uh, uh, through Zoom or uh, through uh. the. Uh, Witness a victim advocate from the, the court. Uh, additionally, counsel can file. All right, I guess that's enough. All right, so we heard Drake Bell say he was guilty. Man, he must really be guilty if he's, like, pleading. He either is guilty or he's like, there is no way that I could actually prove my innocence. But I feel like, I guess I just feel he's guilty. If he's admitting he's guilty, the guy's guilty. Now, I wonder what they're going to do with him. Is he going to be in prison or, you know... Because uh, the guy, the judge said it wasn't uh, va- va- it wasn't uh, mandatory or whatever. 
So I guess we got to see if he's getting this prison time or not. That's upsetting. Always, a, always been a Drake and Josh fan. I thought that show was funny. Now the dirt comes out on Drake. Well, at least he's, you know, telling the truth here. You know, a bunch of people that uh, be like, oh, fuck. I don't want to potentially go to prison. I'm just going to lie. It's like, well, at least he's uh, telling the truth. I wonder if he'll uh, elaborate more, if he'll ever make, like, a statement or whatever. I feel like Drake Bell, he's always, like, in trouble. Like, I either don't hear about him at all or... I just hear he's in trouble. I remember when after uh, Bruce Jenner transitioned into Caitlyn Jenner, he tweeted out something like, I'm still going to call him Bruce. And everyone was like, whoa. And he got bashed for that. Then you don't hear about him or you hear he's like in debt. Or now you're here he's... um, I don't know. Breaking the law. <laughs> Guy's always in trouble. What you gonna, what you gonna do? Speaking of um, people that are involved with uh, high school students, there's actually another story I want to talk about. This one is sounds pretty insane. There's a teacher that apparently got jealous of the 16 year old boy. So she, it's a female. She got jealous of the 16 uh, year old boy's girlfriend. I guess the 16-year-old dude was uh, banging his teacher. Honestly, I give props to those uh, 16-year-old dudes that bang their hot teachers. This hot, this teacher isn't looking so hot to me. So it's like, dude, you probably should have stayed away from her to begin with. She's not looking hot. And, you know, she's throwing scissors at you. So she seems pretty crazy. I guess you got to have a certain amount of crazy in you to be banging a... If you're 32, banging your 16-year-old student. But I definitely want to read about this story a little bit. All right, so a Texas woman, 32, abused boy, 16, and threw scissors at him in a jealous rage. All right, when it says abused boy, what does it mean abused him? Like she was hitting him, or is the throwing the scissors abusing him, or is it having intercourse with him? Is that the abusing him? Because I got to be honest, if he wanted to bang her, I don't really think she was abusing him in the intercourse way. Now, if she's, uh, you know, hitting him and throwing these scissors, that, that sounds uh, like she's abusing him in that way. So let's see what this says. I, I, I like how I'm reading all these fun articles to you guys today. Ah, my leg fell asleep. Holy f- Ah. Okay. A Texas teacher was arrested last week by cops, uh, hurled a, a scissors at a 16... Did, did the writer fuck his sentence? His or her sentence up. A Texas teacher was arrested last week by cops, hurled a scissors at a 16-year-old student's head in a rage as he was sat next to his girlfriend. (laughs) Oh, man. That's hilarious. Katrina Maxwell, 32, of Houston, was accused of sexual assault of a teenager along with having sexual encounters with a student at C.E. King High School, which will see her back before the court in September. Maxwell, who fears she will become known as the teacher that fucked her student. Well, you're already known as that. Like, you don't even gotta, like, if you're if it's worrying you, like, oh no, I might become that. Like, you're already that, so you could just stop worrying. Um, as the te- she, So she doesn't want to be known as the teacher that fucked her student. 
has had her role terminated, according to the Sheldon Independent School District. Well, she fears that she will become known as as that also as the teacher that had her role terminated because, yeah, you're probably going to get your role terminated. <laughs> you had sex with a student and you threw scissors at him when he got jealous of him sitting next to his girlfriend. Did you think he wasn't going to have a girlfriend? Did you think you were going to be his girlfriend? Here's teacher. He's horny. He wanted a good story to tell. He wanted to bang you. Now, I wonder if his girlfriend knew that he was banging uh, his teacher. I can't see her being happy about that, but who knows? Maybe they, they have some sort of open relationship. I wonder if this teacher, who, again, she's not like like one of those hot MILF teachers. But I wonder if, if this was like her exception, the girlfriend's exception. I wonder if she like didn't know. And she was like, all right, this is your one exception. I'll let you bang her because she's a teacher. Um... The article says a teaching colleague realized there was a relationship between the pair due to her reaction to him being next to his girlfriend. Maxwell, who released, who was released from jail after posting a $20,000 bond, had said she was a good teacher and loved the boy. Ah, that good old teacher-student love. 32, 16-year-old, it sounds legit. I'm sure they were going to get married and live a long, happy life together, have many kids. She admitted to having sex with the 16-year-old in the backseat of her car on two separate occasions. <laughs> nice. You know, e- e- even though this woman really isn't good-looking, I guess I'm still going to give props to the kid. You banged your teacher. Congratulations, dude. Congratulations. She admitted to having, uh, or no, okay, I said that. Uh, the, the boy claimed Maxwell uh, had sex with him for, wait, the boy, okay. the So the boy claimed Maxwell had sex with him for the first time in a hotel after picking him up from his aunt's house. The Sheldon Independent School District spokesman said to have strongly encouraged the district's attorney's office to accept the charges. The district's uh, first concern is always the safety of our students while providing a safe, secure place for students to learn. Sheldon ISD is deeply saddened that this occurred, and we—you do you really are you really saddened? You're pissed off. Um, and we are committed to continued cooperation with law enforcement to ensure Mrs. Maxwell is prosecuted to the fullest extent. Oh, man. This woman does look crazy. You look at her. She just has crazy in her eyes. Like, she looks like the kind of woman. Even if even if they never banged before, she looks like the kind of woman that just would have seen the student next to his girlfriend. Even if, like, it wasn't her student to begin with. If she just thought the student was hot. She, she looks like the kind of woman that would have just whipped those scissors at him anyway. It is funny, though. We want to make sure she is prosecuted to the fullest extent. Where, honestly, the kid, if... It's probably like, you know what? Nah, don't prosecute her. She deserves an award. I always find these stories hilarious of the boy teachers that bang their female. Or the boy students that bang their female teachers. The district's first concern is always the safety of our students. They sounded pretty safe in that car. 
while he was banging his teacher, while providing a safe and secure place for students to learn. Well, he was learning a lot in the back of that car. I can guarantee you that he was probably learning stuff with her that that girlfriend just couldn't teach him. Ah, oh, man, I wasn't, like I said, I always enjoy reading those. They're always fun to talk about. Alrighty, everyone. That's about it for the Frankie D show today. If anyone wants to call in real quick, uh, I'll plug the number again real quick. I'll plug the show and I'm going to be heading out. But if anyone wants to call in, again, the number is in the description. And that number is 732-844-0059. Again, 732-844-0059. And again, that number is in the description. I think uh, the phone is set up correct this time. So, call should be going through. All right, and for everyone that listened today, so we got some listeners on the live stream. Thank you for coming by. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the Frankie D Show on YouTube. Give it that thumbs up. Ding that bell. Smash that like button. Smash that like button like that student was smashing his teacher in the back of the car. Please. Um... And subscribe on uh, Apple Podcasts. Give it a five-star rating. Write a review. I can read it on air. Uh, I'll be putting it on other platforms too. Don't you worry. Uh, the Twitter and Instagram is both at the Frankie D Show. Again, like I said, one of my fans sent me a picture of her cleavage with Frankie D's crib written across it. Boobs are always welcomed on the Frankie D Show. Send them... Ladies, send them over if you want to. I'll give you a shout-out. I'll put them on the uh, Instagram and Twitter, too. Top is not required. Alrighty, and that is about it. Looks like no Collins came in. Have to call in next time. Alright, I'll catch you guys next Friday. Sound good? Peace.